Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is my other husband and your beautiful host. Um. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to this historic episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me here on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Good rebound. Nice save. You like that? You like what I did there? Like what I did there? Like we did the first time. They're still hearing it. What? I'm sorry, what? I edit these things. You called me your other husband. Yes. What? I don't know what happened. What? It's June 29th, 2020, episode 300 of the 300. podcast. 300! I can't believe we made it. Really, we didn't think this out. We really should have watched the movie 300. For episode 300. So I want to go into our every 50 episode thing, because I've looked at the list, and man, we have so many, like, foreign movies and right. animes coming up. Look, man, look, it was a good run, all right? Are we are we calling it? Man, I don't want to Because here's the thing. It. So, spoiler we have... alert, we're about to talk about this week's movie, City of God, and I, I know we both really enjoyed it. Yeah, but... So it's like every 50 episodes we give give ourselves culture? Is, is that what it is? Man, that's not what this show is about, though. I did not agree to do this show to be cultured. We, I, think we've, I think we've gone through this. So if you're new, everyone can watch a random movie. <laughs> you have a lot of catching up yeah, to do. This is episode 300. What are you doing? Um, but every 50 episodes, so our, our first, our episode 50, we watched Memento, which was a movie that we nominated... And that we didn't, we didn't own. own at the time, which was ridiculous. So we came and think like, oh, well, let's just do every 50 episodes, we'll do a movie we don't own. How are we going to gauge that? Well, we did the highest ranking movie on uh, IMDb's top rated movies. So episode 100, we did The Shawshank Redemption. Episode 150, we did uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I think. Episode 200, we did something. I know 250 was Seven Samurai. I don't remember what, we're missing one. I literally could just go on my phone and look it up instead of being a lazy piece of shit like I am. What are we looking at? I got it, I got it. You're going to be slow. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, so 250 was Seven Samurai. And then 200 was, must not have been good because we didn't care about it. No, that was Good and Bad Ugly. So 150 was Schindler's List. How fucking forget Schindler's List? One of our all tens. So, um, so I, I give I, Schindler's List a ten. Yeah, I think you said it's on the board. It's on the board. Positive, it's on the board. Remember, it's the National Holocaust Museum pin that's on the board. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. I was like, I know we don't have a Schindler's List pin, but I forgot it was the National Holocaust Museum. So, I, I like, I'm a planner, so I like to, like, make a list and see, like, what could be coming up. So I know what 350 would be. I don't want to say it yet. Um, 
I know, but I also know what episode 500 and 1,000 would be, because we're not buying these movies. So it's up to you. But I, I would like to do a, a suitable replacement, if not, or we just steer the course, and that's, the, that's what it is, and... I feel like we've already committed, like, we're in it. All right, so we're doing but, it. But, I mean, there's a lot of anime... Do you want me to go... All right, so... Well, like, is it, like, anime, like, weird anime, or is it, like, My Neighbor Totoro anime? It's a mix. Oh, God. It's a mix. I think... I don't know. What the fuck do I know about anime? So... Let's have, um... Let's have everyone vote on it. No, I don't make a fucking poll. <laughs> so, uh, episode 350, who would announce it now, if we're doing this, would be Life is Beautiful, which is another oh. sad-ass fucking Holocaust movie. Uh, I, and it's also a oh, foreign I'm so, film. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me go through and pull all of the happy-go-lucky, joyful Holocaust movies that are out there, you piece of shit. Like, what kind of fucking description is that? I'm just saying, every 50 episodes, like, good movies, like, uh, there's not a comedy on this list. Because they're not good movies. Like, they're not... They're great movies. They're great movies, but they're not they're, renowned movies. Or, and there's or, a difference. Or, and there is a difference. And you or know we already it. own it. So 350, Life is Beautiful. 400, Spirited Away. 450, okay. Leon the Professional. 500, okay. Hari Kari. Okay, we could, we could stop this. 550, The Pianist. Another, <laughs> another one. I didn't look. 600, I Gladiator. Being, I don't know why we don't I, know Gladiator. I love being of the faith. The Untouchables, Once Upon a Time in the West. Grave of the Fireflies, Cinema Paradiso, The Lives of Others, Paths of Glory, Sunset Boulevard, our 1,000th episode would be Princess Minoki. Minoki. Yeah, so, okay, so we can stop this. And our 1,000th episode, you way in advance, bro. Well, that's just what, exactly what we've done three times over. <laughs> it took us five years to get here, Chris. Six. It'll be six. Oh, time. six years. Six years. So this will be, what, in 20 years? We're not going to be doing the podcast in 20, in 20 years? years. You know what's happening between now and 20 years from now? Our daughter will have graduated college. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll both be in our early we'll be, 50s. We'll be clocked out on our fucking cruise around the world. What we're going to do. In 20 years? No, we're not going to be retired in 20 I'm years. I'm going to be fucking retired in 20 years. You I don't know about you. Right. You could keep working. I don't want you fucking not working. Make a, Making money. Uh, so we're calling it. <laughs> Jonah's going to be graduating from college in 20 years. Oh my god, that's so sad. We're not going to have time to get to these movies. You know how much stuff she's going to have us doing? In Why 20 are you just years? staring at me? In 20 years? She'll over, be out of the house. She'll be graduating college. Ne- over the next 20 years. We have to go to soccer games and dance recitals and all that so stuff. So this is the last episode? This is what you're saying? Last episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for going on this journey with Let's, us. No, if this was a, I'm glad if this was the last episode, it'd be a high note to go out on, I must say. Um, but no, we like doing this. We're going to yeah. do this as long as we can. So what are we doing every 50 episodes? Look, I thought you were the idea man. I thought that's what you said to me. Oh, I come up with all the ideas, all the good ideas. You don't come up with shit. I come up with the good ideas. It's not my fault you can't come up with a name better than the mullets. It's not my fault. I come up with the idea, the concept. You're supposed to make it nice and pretty and catchy with all your improv skills. 
Yeah, you're really putting them on display. Really putting them on display, coming back at me now. Cool. So this week's episode was City of We're God. We're not there yet. Oh. We're not there yet. Look, somebody needs to speak on this. You just... God, I what? Just wanna... What? 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 Don't say that out loud on the recorded medium. Uh, so, episode 350 to be determined. Which is also good because I already tried to find Life is Beautiful and it wasn't like affordable and decent on DVD. Okay. So we'll come up with something. Well, I'm trying to think 50. Every 50 episodes. Every, every, or we just don't do that gimmick anymore. We just do it every 100 episodes. And every well, 100 we have to do at least one more 50 episode. We have to do something for the next 50 episodes unless you want to leave it at a tie. Because the last. No, we're doing the reading thing. We already said we're doing the reading thing. Oh, for the next yeah, 50? This, oh, yeah, okay. this is episode 350. I do need to know what your film franchise is, though, that you, you want to do, that we do not own. I have to tell you today? Tell you right now? I, I said that the last time we discussed this. Huh? Yes, I did. Did you put it in writing? You've got to text me these things so I remember. I didn't write it in my agenda. This is horseshit. Write it in my agenda or put a reminder on the Alexa so I know. Alexa, remind me every day at 9.45 p.m. that my wife is an idiot. Thank you. Um, of course, Christopher. So nice. Have a good night. You too. That's the real woman in my life. <laughs> Every 50 episodes. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Every 50 episodes. Oh, we'll come up with something. I wish there was something... You have to let it happen organically. Stop trying to focus so much on it. That's why you can't think of anything. It'll just come to us. Let's just start recording the episodes. Talk about this movie. And then it'll just pop out, come to us. Okay. What is your film franchise? Man, I didn't know. I, I, what? All so, right. Think about what we're going to do for the 50 episodes. Every 50 episodes. Think about that first. <laughs> well, has anything else been going on? Have what? you watched anything lately or anything fun or cool? We're... We're watching this thing on Netflix. We're, we're watching Floors Lava on Netflix. We are hilarious. loving it. It's I love it. Um, have I? I watched today. So um, I don't know if we talked. No, I think we've recorded since. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded because we were ahead of schedule and now we're getting back on schedule. Uh, we've already watched uh, the first How to Train Your Dragon for yeah. next week's episode. So we have two more to watch. We'll just do those on our own because Jillian didn't seem thrilled or enthused by How to Train Your Dragon. Good job, Tom. Um, I watched today, uh, I've been addicted to Pluto TV, uh, which has all kinds of great channels. We watched a lot of Next and Parental Control from, uh, the MTV Dating Channel. The American Gladiators Channel is great. Totally forgot that there is a Mystery Science Theater Channel and a Riff Tracks Channel. Oh, nice. So I was watching that today, and I luckily found, I've never seen it, and I've got it right at the beginning of it. I watched the Riff Tracks Live from Birdemic. Have you heard about Birdemic before? No. So Birdemic I don't, I is don't like know. an homage. I, I haven't heard about it, and I don't need to know it. It is unequivocally. I don't need it It makes the life. room look like City of God. <laughs> it's that bad. Uh, so, yeah, we'll own that at some point, probably. Uh. But, but I want you to watch the riff tracks of it. It's one of the funniest things that trio has ever done. I do love all those tracks. guys. Um, we need to first figure out what fucking film franchise you're going to What film franchise are you doing? Because that's going to impact what I'm going to pick. You sure? 
Um, you want me to tell you? I think that's unfair, but it's okay. We have to own it? No, we cannot own it. So the first time we did this, we did not own Child's Play. I, I we did not own Beverly Hills Chihuahua. You won. We got Beverly Hills Chihuahua. This last time, um, you did Bring It On, and I did Leprechaun. And we, we own some of the movies that's acceptable. No, we don't. We own none of those. Of Bring It On? Yes, we do. We do not own Bring It On, no. We, we do don't not. own Bring It On? No, we do not. And you're not allowed to buy it now. What if somebody Unless buys I it buy, for me? Unless if I buy it for you, like what you bought me Child's Play. What if someone else buys it for it's me? Fine, that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be Get buying all eight, Epper, all eight Leprechaun movies for Leprechaun October. Uh, Leprechaun. My, that's the worst right. pun of all time. Leprechaun? Leprechaun. My. Say that three times fast. I've been doing this for six years. Good Lord. Leprechaun. My film Lepertober? franchise. I'm going to stab you I in have the my film foot. franchise written down. Okay. I know it. All right, so, I'm, so go ahead. No, you say it first. No, you go. You say it first. Got to make sure it's not the same one. You say it it's first. Not. You say it first. I did double check to make sure we didn't have one of these. Uh, I was thinking of the other WWE Studios franchise. Oh, we can't franchise. own it. We oh. can't own, yeah, we can't own it. I just wrote it. down one we own. Yeah, no, never we mind, can't never own mind. It. Shoot. Uh, Shoot. I don't I, have I one. recently watched several like recap videos of these on YouTube, and I was like, oh, man, these are so much more than I thought they were going to be, especially because like the last half of them, they're like rated R, and I'm like, okay, bring it on. Does it bring it on? No, no, I really slip it on. I'm nominating the Marine film franchise, which ended up being... Are you sure we don't own one of those? I feel like we would have got one from Augie. We own 12 rounds. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> They're different? Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, the Marine. There are six Marine movies. The first one is with John Cena. The second one is with Ted DiBiase Jr. And then three through six are with The Miz, but all of them involve other wrestlers as well. So, The Marine is my franchise that I'm nominating for the next 50 episodes. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm reminding you. Idiot. Uh, oh, I didn't do it! Oh, Alexa, stop. I'll fix that later. Um, serves you right. So, yeah, um, so, The Marine is my franchise. I'm shoot, but we, so we can't We can't own, own any it. of them. Any of them. Not any even if we them. own one of them. So, like, I own one of the Twilight movies, so we can't do that franchise. No, no it's disqualified. It has to be one that I Something don't... Something that we don't um. have any stake in whatsoever. Okay. Um... But, see, I don't know what we don't own. I'll tell you. I'll be able to know. I'll be able to tell you. You can find one you think you want to do. Um... Oh, I think I want to do this one that I just what? found. Hang on, i got to just double check. Um, do we own, no, I think we probably own some Just of that. say it. You... Do we own any of Medea movies? No. Oh, we don't own any Medea movies? We don't. Do we own, we own a Transformers movie, right? We do, yes. We own Transformers movie. Do we, do we own any Step Up movies? You know, no. the step up with Channing Tatum? No, we do not. Oh, which How one many of those are there? I think there's at least three step up movies. Oh, Christ. Uh, did we own any of the Underworld movies? No. With Kate ba- Ooh, that's a good one. I think there's quite a few of those. You literally owe someone made through, almost made throw up. Did I? We also don't own any of the Resident Evil movies. That was my, my original pick. Ooh. But then the Marine came to my mind, so... Underworld movies. Let me see how many Underworld I think there's three. I need you to make a decision in 15 seconds. No, uh, you need to let me do my research. Hang on one second. One you moment. You had one, weeks two. to do your research. 
Uh, no, there's um. Oh, I'm picking this one because there's six underworld movies. So I'm there's picking underworld. six underworld movies. Yeah, underworld, underworld evolution, underworld rise of the lichens, underworld endless war, underworld awakening, and underworld blood wars. That looks like an animated one that doesn't even really count. But we'll yeah, nope. If it it's in the uh, it's in the genre, it's only 18 minutes. We can add it in. So it's the marine versus underworld. Oh yeah, I'm doing episodes. underworld. Yeah, fuck you. I was going to pick the Harry Potter or the Lord of the Rings one, but we well, can't. Yeah, you know, just... Well, I didn't know. I thought you said that I could do anyone no, I wanted. Just to have a memory. Like, have a memory of what we've already done, and you would have known that you couldn't do that. Ta-da. Um, how I about, hate you. How about this? No. So, no, so I got it. I got it. I got it exactly. So how about this? So, every 50 episodes, instead of doing a, a movie we do not own, that's from the IMDb list, the next 50 episodes is going to determine which of these franchises we do. Every 50 episodes, we won't do the reading back of the box challenge, but we will do a different film franchise every 50 episodes. That we own or don't Doesn't matter. Own. Like, whatever we want to do. We should put all the franchises in a, in a box. No, we'll just, we'll just have a discussion, and we'll come up with it. I'm sorry, what? We'll do what? It's been 60 minutes. Let's start the podcast. Alexa, no, I gave you compliments, baby. No, good night. Stop. Seems like she's real needy. Can't be any worse. City of God is today's episode. This does not count for reading, because it is still part of the original set. But I'm not going to mess anything up anyway. City of God, why are you turning that up? She's away. I'm about to read. Okay, she'll fall asleep. One of the best films you'll ever see, says Roger Ebert, Ebert and Roper. Based on a true story, 15 miles from paradise, one man will do anything to tell the world everything. Four stars, says the Chicago Sun-Times, which I think is the paper that Roger Ebert writes for. <laughs> so it's the same review. Nominated for four Academy Awards and named one of Time Magazine's all-time 100 best films, City of God tells a powerful true story of crime and redemption. The streets of the world's most notorious slum, Rio de Janeiro's City of God, are a place where combat photographers fear to tread, police rarely go, and residents are lucky if they live to the age of 20. In the midst of the oppressive crime and violence, a frail and scared young boy will grow up to discover that he can view the harsh realities of his surroundings differently, with the eye of an artist. In the face of impossible odds, his brave ambition to become a professional photographer becomes a window into his world and ultimately his way out. Man, it's going to be a good 50 episodes. Is it, or did you just blow your load on that? Nope. I think you just blew your load on that. I did. Mm-hmm. Good, I can, I, I can cross this whole... I really didn't want to watch Life is Beautiful because it's just going to destroy me. <laughs> and I didn't want to watch all these other fucking movies. So, cool. That's, that's done. So, uh... Never seen it before. I, I always knew of this movie because for two really stupid reasons. Number one, uh, I always got this movie uh, confused with Endless Summer for some reason. Just because I always remember it was like, I remember the poster being like a, a guy and the ocean and the beach or whatever. But also, I remember this because this came out in like 2002, 2003-ish. And this is like... This was the artsy fartsy movie mm. that like film people would like when like we started going to college. Like you go to the Rights Union poster sale on the the promenade, the colonnade I should say, and there'd be all these cool posters that 
us lame college kids would hang in their rooms, and there would always be a ton of, like, City of God posters, because it was, like, the movie that was happening at the time. Um, not a big fan of foreign films. It, it depends. Recently, we've had a really good streak. We have. I mean, well, not on the podcast, but Parasite is one of my favorite movies immediately. We liked Seven Samurai 50 episodes ago. Uh, we even watched a, a basically a foreign language documentary not too long ago and enjoyed it. Uh, but this, I don't know, I was like dragging my feet to watch I this. I was always hesitant to watch it. I mean, obviously I don't like documentaries, but this isn't a documentary. You hate Brazilians. Based on a true story. I don't hate Brazilians. But I, I just want to say that loud. Oh cool. my gosh. But um, I I am a, a fan of foreign films because I have to be because my mother is a huge fan of foreign mm-hmm. films. You're not because you like to be on your phone the whole time when we watch movies and you actually have to stop and pay true. attention that's and read. That's not true at all. I only am on my phone when I have to be like in your vicinity. If we're watching a movie or something, I'm fine because I don't have to focus on you. I can focus on the movie. So Are you done? Are you done? Yes. Being fascinating an asshole? your character, yes. Great. It doesn't need any help from you, I'll tell you what. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, never got into it. I knew it had violent overtures, so I often steer clear of that. So, um, I, I, I just never, never picked it up. But, um, yeah, it's a powerful movie. It's a very powerful movie. It's a real powerful movie. It had a very weak start to me. So a lot of my early notes... I, well, I didn't make a note twenty until 20 minutes into the movie. Oh, really? I, I wrote 20 minutes in, and I have no real notes. It's good. Like, I can recognize the the craftsmanship. I think it is a wonderfully directed and edited movie. Beautiful. I think it is. I think that that accolade goes above all else for this movie. Yeah. I, I, and I, I'm watching. I'm like, this is good. But I'm like, I don't see how this is one of the greatest movies ever made. I, I didn't. Right. And I, I actually, I didn't, I had maybe, I had two lines of notes before it got into like a really big part of it. So I agree. Like it was slow start, but I guess because they were building this world, right? They, they, they build the world, but also it takes you a while to get your footing with the way the narrative is being told. Yeah. So it is, it, takes a while it for is everything incredibly to come together. nonlinear. Until it all comes together and then you're like, Oh shit! Yeah, it, like I tells, thought, that was really well done. It it, it does a very good job at, at doing this this way of storytelling that I feel is almost cliche at this point. But you can't knock this movie for doing Only it cli- because it was almost twenty years ago, right, and so it wasn't. So it wasn't. And it has like it the done. the chapters, right? Kind of like the, like, the, like the story titles, yeah, yeah, and that like. The way it's done, you kind of don't have your footing when you're watching it, and it kind of seems like scattered and messy at first. Like the editing helps, but the story is like constantly shifting, and the perspective is fine, but you're kind of struggling to find like the importance in some things. Like like the the first trio, you know, roughly doesn't matter in the long scope of everything it does though it does but it does but you don't realize the impact that it has until more of the stories come through and that's why i thought that they did such a good job in the narrative when he's like this but first i have to tell this part of the story but you know it's not time for this person's story yet like when he started talking about like knockout ned and stuff i thought that that was really well done because if that first tender trio wasn't around, didn't exist, didn't act like they do, then 
uh, little Zay, who later became... Um, no, he was a little dice and he became little Zay. Yeah, little dice then became mm-hmm. little Zay. Wouldn't he wouldn't have existed? All these names, by the way, the whole time I watched this movie, I'm like, this is the R-rated Brazilian version of what happens in uh, to the Lost Boys and Peter Pan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tell me, there wasn't a Lost Boy named Carrot and Tuba oh, oh, and there, Steak and Fries. There was definitely a Lost Boy named Carrot and Tuba and Steak and Fries. I was just shocked that the one named Carrot wasn't the weird red-headed Brazilian. Right. I've never met a red-headed so Brazilian Simon before. Simon Pegg-looking motherfucker, though. I've never met a red-headed Brazilian before. Like, I meet a We're lot of Brazilians. We're going to get to the red-headed Brazilian. I meet a lot of Brazilians um, through through work and through the area we live in. There is a large Brazilian population here. So I think we've talked about it before that, you know, we pick up on some words of Portuguese and stuff. And I, one of my g- good friends and coworkers actually went to Brazil um, right before all this corona virus happened, he traveled there. And when we would tell people that he was traveling there, the Brazilians would warn us of things like like this movie. And, you know, it it's, it's something to be said where people are warning you, make sure you carry some cash on you because if they stop you to rob you and you have no money, they're going to shoot you in the face. And you're like, that's ridiculous. It's true, though. Like, it's true. So, you know, I think this movie also did a really good job of being true to the source material, it's which true, is really... and it feels really incredibly relevant. Super relevant right now, and it's so disheartening that this is true, that this is happening, and that it's accepted. I think that's the thing that upsets me the most, is that it's accepted as a way of life. Yeah, it's... And, and I, like, was crying. I cried in this movie. I was crying in this movie because of some of the events that happen and then also just because of of that relevancy and how hard that hit um with everything that you know we stand for we believe in we're fighting for and then that we're not always on the receiving end of uh yeah it was just really it was really something it it progressively gets better and better like you said as it kind of as the pieces kind of fall into place and you see how it happens there's still I still had some problems with some of the story elements again it was mostly earlier on like to me there was even while you were going back and filling in gaps there were still gaps like how did Shaggy not know about the hotel murders like that felt like that would have been a big story that people would like would have had hearsay about and he like has to hear about it out of you know like like, third-hand knowledge. Um, okay, I guess that could be fair, but also yeah. remember this... I love that in the midst of that, they just bump into little dice with Benny, you know, after having not seen him for however long was supposed to surpass. Like, th- there's a lot of that... Um, what's the phrasing I'm looking for? Too much coincidence. Like, I don't like a lot of coincidence in my movies. I... It may be coincidence, but it may also be the fact that they're all, like, in this one slum. Like, it's not like there's a lot of places to go. Right. So, so but... if, if somebody can just flippantly... I think Shaggy is told by the woman that he's, like, been sleeping with and living with for a while. Like, that didn't come up, like, out of nowhere. Like, these, these murders. Like, it, you know, just little things like that that just, like, kind of bug me um, about it. But, like, once that little stretch... Like, once we get into... Everyone basically being their age, like, that they are in present day. Once that dude beat his wife with the shovel, I was, ooh. 
I mean, to be... Oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair. To be fair, what? She was going to put a fucking hot banana up his ass or something. (laughs) That one lady was telling her some kinky shit. That was yes. No, she was sleeping with Shaggy when he came in. The banana zoomed out. She was fucking Shaggy. Or not Shaggy. Uh, Scooby. (laughs) No, yeah. Goose. Goose. Um, she was fucking the other guy. He you came in and saw her cheating on him. Shaggy Goose. And what was the third one's name? Uh, I'm hoping it's another famous character that I just want to redo this movie with. With uh, Matthew Lillard, uh, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> and so inappropriate. <laughs> and whatever else. It is. Um, it's the one that like you don't see again because he becomes a preacher. Or he goes to like the, the church. Because Goose... This is so hard to keep track of. Goose. And also because, like, their names are, like, in Portuguese, but, like, they're translated. They're translated into something that's basically kind of almost different for a lot of them. A goose yeah. is Rocket's brother. Right. Goose is Rocket's brother. Yeah. Shaggy. Shaggy was Benny's Was brother. Benny's brother. Yeah. The third one didn't really have any ties to anybody. Stringy? Stringy? It should have... What are you going... No, go to fucking Wikipedia. Wikipedia has like a charge. You just said Goose. Blackie. No, that was... Samantha. No, that's his name. That was the other drug dealer. Yes, it was. The one that... Shorty. I was going to say the one that gets killed. Shorty. I'm going to find out. It's Shorty. Shorty. I don't know. Is it Shorty? Survey says... It... Is Clipper. No. Yes, one of the tender trio later gives up crime and joins the church. His name was Clipper. Uh, so yeah, so Matthew Lillard, um, uh, uh, Anthony Edwards, and... The most famous Clippers player. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Redoing this movie. I'm glad that we were on the same page with that. Yes. Um, y- but yeah, but so, okay. once, so once you kind of get into everyone's present day stuff before we go back to that first scene... Then the movie like really with the gets into and stuff. So I, I have a, like three scenes that are just awesome. Amazing, yeah. Uh the 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 flashback to Lil Zay killing everybody in the hotel. And that face, that just shit eating I, I don't think ear to ear. He's grin. the first he's the first person oh. I wrote down and I wrote on that scene, I think that singed him as MVP. But I thought we were going to spend more time with that with kid the as kid. that actor. That kid, even before that scene, like when he's arguing with the tender trio, and he just has like these facial expressions. He and the way he carried job. himself, I was like, that kid is incredible. Um, we shit on kid actors. We do. We shit That's on kid, a good actors kid actor. That's I a wish, kid actor. I wish they like boyhooded this shit and let that kid grow up five years so that kid could keep acting. Because I wasn't a big fan of the kid, the guy that was Lil Zay as like an adult. He was too all over the place, and I don't mean that because that's the way his kind of character was. He was a he was a sociopath, a psychopath. A, any oh kind of my path. god! I put but, in here that I got chills watching that. Just yeah. Well, that leads me into the second psychopath. scene. The scene where they are killing the runt. I had such a weight on my chest oh watching my it god. because so the scene is so the runts are like. The JV gang. It was heartbreaking. And they... What did they even do? They were 
no, stealing. They stole. They, they they just stole from them, right? Well, no, they didn't steal from them. But so this story revolves around how this slum, the city of God, is divided into sections, and mm-hmm. each section is led by these different drug dealers. And Carrot is one that we mentioned. Um, Little Zay is another one, and then there's others. At this point in the story, Little Zay's taken over different territories mm-hmm. and has tried to make the city of God um, have no crime except for drug dealing, essentially. Because yeah. they say in the narrative there's no rape, no murders, whatever. It's, unless it's, like, drug-related. Mm-hmm. And so, like, these little runs break into businesses and steal and everything um, and create a nuisance for Little Zay. Little Zay... Takes it into his own hands. So the gang, they get around the runs and they basically threaten them to stop these actions, right? They say there's no stealing, there's no there's no thieving in the slum, there's no like raping, there's none of this stuff in, in my slum. Yeah. Basically, and to, to show the lesson, he he, he tortures and initiates killing the two smallest members, or, like, the two members that they caught. Yeah. The, the, he initiates a young member of his group in by mm-hmm. saying, like, all right. You got to do it. Now's pick. your chance. They ask them, which, uh, which pick, hands or feet? Like, which they want to shoot. And the kids are, these are, like, six, seven, eight-year-old children crying Tiny babies. hysterically Tiny babies. over, like, what's about to happen. So they say hands. So, of course, he shoots them in the feet. And then he tells the kid to kill one of them. And, like, you hold on the kid for a while, and he finally chooses one, and it's just like, I can't take kid shit like that anymore. Like, as a parent, like, I just can't. Oh, my God. It was terrifying, and, and it was just also heartbreaking because you just see the stoniness that comes over the kid that they're initiating that, that makes him, like, basically he's forced to kill, and and it's just, oh, it was just, like, they're acting in the screams. And I read that for the little kid, I think he was only four. Jeez. The little one was only four, maybe five. But he, those were his real tears, real screaming. The acting coach was like, what's the worst pain you've ever felt? He's like, oh, I had a toothache. Mm-hmm. Pretend you have that toothache, and it's in your mouth, and then it travels all the way down to your foot and comes back up to your mouth. And that's oh. what that kid's reaction was. And after reading that, I was like, oh, my yeah, God. I, I just couldn't. It, it's like, like, that, for, that scene, whew. I was like, it got into another gear. And here's the crazy thing about the Lizay character as well is that, well, the, the other thing that weighed on me was like, this happened, basically. Like, I don't know if that specifically happened. Right. But I'm assuming tr- that, like, the, the, credits, the credits show, like, basically, like, the, the real pictures, the real people... Yeah. The real knockout Ned, like, yeah. like, I'm like television sure interview. Some things are exaggerated, or some things but not that worse. exaggerated. That's right. the thing. Like, some things maybe. You said be like, Will didn't tolerate like rape and murder, but like, he's the only person in this movie that rapes. He's the only person in this movie that murders. Like, having a code and being a codeless person and at a the psychopath. same time is just. He's one of the most fascinating characters yeah and again really if, is. if you put it in different hands than that than the actor that did it as an adult i think this movie would be so much better even for me um i mean i still think he did a great job I but that he, kid he, but but so the, i the think little if, the dice kid, kid if the little dice wasn't as great at emoting yeah. and and showing that as he was yeah. i think um it would have been it would have been it would have been a, a smoother transition would have been better yeah um, 
and then you get into the the Benny the Benny party scene. All the Benny stuff is great. All Benny right. Benny was a great character. Even as a kid, I liked the kid yeah. who played Benny. I yeah. thought that that transition to the adult Benny, just being like realizing like, I want to be, I want to get. I want to be beyond this. I want to be better. You know, he, he gets friends. He, you know, changes the way that he is. And he's getting gets out. He's girl. going with his girl. Go Queen of the South. It drove me nuts the entire movie. I was like, where do I know this woman from? It's from that Queen of the South show that you spend USA all the she's time. She's the fucking Queen of the South? That's, yes. She's only, she's still like 37 years old. No yeah. way. She also is the, um, the woman from I Am Legend as well. And I just like I couldn't get, like wrap my head and around Elysium. it. I was like I just couldn't get my hand. I recognized the name Alice Brock, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. She's the only one that really did anything, but and Sue George as well. But he was already what? like kind of a thing. So, um, but that scene, like, oh in the my midst, god, my in, mind is blown. In the midst of Benny's farewell, and like just all them dancing <gasps> like fucking kung fu fighting and disco music, and, and then... the fights breaking out and shit. The strobe effect pissed me off because. If I'd been in a, I don't. If I'd been in a theater watching that, I'd probably be a drooling poo butt on the floor. But also, it makes your butthole pucker a little bit because you you don't know whatever's gonna. You don't happen. know what's gonna happen. Yeah. That's why those um haunted houses at like uh, Universal. Oh, every haunted house. Every haunted house <laughs> yeah. at Universal Halloween Horror Nights is is even more terrifying. Like we talked about, I think previously on this show we talked about the Walking Dead house we went to a couple years, mm-hmm. and how it was okay. Like it was very manageable until that strobe light came in and it just you couldn't tell there were four walkers oh, or 40 walkers oh, it just and it's like i see light go to the door yeah so that had the similar effect yeah. here but i thought that was really really well done i i, I thought that it was just yeah and then uh, and then from there like the movie's just at a breakneck pace it just doesn't you know through all stop. the knockout ned stuff the and like the, the war scene oh i'm sorry that benny scene with the silence and the lights, and then, oh my god, I just loved it. And then it crescendos yeah. into mm-hmm. just, like, this all-out, like, street shootout. Again, I have little nitpicks kind of here and there. So, story consistency. So, Rocket, Rocket and Lil Zay, like, Lil Zay kills Rocket's brother when he was a child. Yes, and I know, like, the, the like the hold he has. But at one point early in the movie, like, Rocky was getting ready, like, when Zay's back was trying to, like, grab a gun and shoot him. And then later on, he's just taking pictures just willy-nilly to sell them to advance his career. I don't know. Just, it seemed out of character. It just seemed a little odd to me. It could have been the real thing that actually happened. Desperate people and yeah. the situation will do desperate things, but I don't know. They build up the Rocket becoming a man the whole time in terms of, like, being a virgin. And he does, never gets with... Angelica, but then like he just anticlimactically fuck you. I like how you avoided saying her name the I, entire time. So I was trying to you decide. look into my eyes when you say Angelica. You look into my eyes when you say her name, and then you bust out laughing for whatever reason. I was trying to decide if I was going to say Alice Braga or the character name because I'm trying to going back and forth. Uh-huh. Um, that's all that it was. Um. <laughs> oh, is it? It is. She recently had a baby. Congratulations. Um. Why do you still follow her? She's a, a, a Facebook friend. Ah, okay. Uh, mm. And uh, maybe my train of thought. So it's building up like him. I like, did? This, the girl, the girl of her dreams. You were thinking of Angelica. Yeah, you know, and then he just randomly has sex with a a newspaper writer. You know, 
an adult woman. <laughs> they're, called, they're called journalists, sir. What did I say? Newspaper writer. They're called journalists. Nah, I don't know. A woman's going to be a newspaper writer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nailed it. And um, and then the way hey, that... Hey, how's that journalism degree treating you? It's, it's up on the wall. Upstairs. Mm. The way that Knockout Ned gets taken out as well was a little... It was a little too breadcrummy and like, aha. Like, I feel like these movies do those things every now and then where it's like, here's a very, very minor character earlier that actually was end up more important because... He's the son of the, the, the security person that Knockout Ned killed when he said he wasn't going to kill. And now he's the one that takes on Knockout Ned? I don't know. Same thing with the way Lil Zay dies. Like, Lil Zay gets takes out by the runts, you know, in, like, a back of an alley off camera. Again, probably was the way that it happened. I don't want, I don't want liberties to be taken with the story. But you build up certain things, so some things end up being letdowns. By the way that they are... I, I get it, but how else could those things have happened? Because, like, you're also building up the fact that these these people are almost un, untouchable, right? So they've been so through chilled. so So, like, these toddlers take them out? But they've been through so much that, you know, even, like, in, a, in like a Mexican standoff situation where it's, like, one-on-one, like, they showed stuff like that. And they didn't... They may have gotten injured, but they didn't die. You know, like, mm-hmm. with... The shootout at the at the house and everything else, like like, it has to be one of those element of surprise, like twist kind of things to take them out because of their surroundings, how well armed they are, how well equipped they are, and everything like that. Like, I think in one of the scenes there was the standoff, and little Zay didn't even have to do anything, or somebody like when um when knockout Ned's brother mm-hmm. mm. sliced yeah. his arm everyone else opened fire yeah. Lil Zay didn't have to do anything you know everyone else took out that guy so so I think that those things were purposeful in their portrayal because it's not going to get to a situation where you know oh they're just going to be in the crossfire it's going to have to be something like a, a shooting them in the back kind of thing from an unexpected source right yeah it like a oh he's arrested he's thinks he's in police custody and he knows to pay off the cops right so they're usually on his side until he double crosses them by not paying for the guns and then they let him be and let the runs take him out so so i think that those things were purposely done and i think that they do make sense in in that story capacity that they're telling because for me it would be un, unreal if oh, okay, we're just in a shootout and boom, I just get shot. Because you've shown them in that situation so many times yeah. that, I'm, that I'm like, oh, they know better. Or, or like, th- that's not, they're not in danger necessarily in those situations because of these three shootouts they were in and, and nothing happened or they uh, were Agree to disagree. I still, I, 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 get, I totally get your point and I see the artistic value in it and like the way the story is. It just still didn't make it any less... Anticlimactic for me. Okay. It was there was an anticlimax sure. that happened with a lot of the end of the movie, which is it's a pretty hell of a climax. The heads are getting blown off, big shootouts, all these characters mm. are getting off, you know, right and left. Um, I've gone into a lot of what what I didn't like, um, and well, also promoting what I did like. Is there anything that you necessarily weren't a fan um, of? No, I mean I think. Uh, 
Aside from some performances, I think we kind of touched on everything I have notes on here. All right, so let's get into um, performances. Then. Look, this Thiago motherfucker. He's the LVP. <laughs> Man, I Thiago guess, is Thiago. the LVP by far. He just was. He was Angelica's first boyfriend. This ginger. Look, look. I'm not gonna give a guy an LVP by the way that he looks. That's just vain. But if you're gonna be this freckled howdy doody ginger dude in the middle of this world. You at least better bring me something. Right, not riding your bike really fast. You already stick out like a sore red thumb. Addicted to drugs. And yeah, he didn't play being addicted to coke well. He didn't portray being like a a living male well. (laughs) And it was the most satisfying thing when he he got, I was like, oh my God, he's driving the car. Please tell me this guy gets shot. Like, even when there was, like, the whole line of Lil Zay's crew and the shootout starts, I'm like, how is Thiago not the first one to take one right between the eyes? And then when it finally, like, brain blows, I'm like, yes, thank God. Yeah, he's he's my LVP. He's your LVP as well? Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, Daniel Zettel is the uh, LVP of City of God. I had a couple others written down just in case you were opposite. I didn't like the guy that was shaggy. I just didn't like his acting. Uh, so, like... When he gets, like, chased down and gunned down finally, I didn't really care um, or mind. I his interactions with him. his with his, uh, with his girlfriend or wife or fiance, whatever it was. I liked him. Didn't, wasn't a fan of it. Like I said, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of adult Lil Zay. Um, but besides that, those would be the only ones I really had a major, a major problem with. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. I agree to disagree. I didn't... I, I thought he was fine. I mean, he's not the LVP. Tiago is. But um, he'd be the only person I, w- I would throw in that category. MVP. If you want to make a kid a little dice, I'm happy with it. By the way, also, I have to do this real quick just because of the character name. Well, what do we have over here? Gaga Goo Goo. I'm Kid Lil Andrew Nice Clay. Nice to see you. It's been a while. How are you? It's been 300 episodes. How many have I been on? Not enough. It's, it's true. It's a travesty. I'm so sorry. You're just so busy. You should be. I'm a very busy man. How are, how are you handling this coronavirus that's going I on? I am riddled with it because ah. I just chain smoke cigarettes even though I'm a child now. Welcome to I my home. And I pass them back and forth with people. It's like having unprotected sex and sharing a needle. Being a cigarette smoker in the coronavirus, let me tell you. Cool. I'm about to go out there and smoke something else. Ow! Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, are we doing cameos here real quick? Cameos? Cameo time? I've been waiting. I'm Beetlejuice. Uh, get the fuck out. Uh, hey on. Uh, what? You're just gonna throw me out? I'm the best character on the show. Bar none. 100%. More cliches. Zibadazibaday, this is just Ricky Morton now. <laughs> so we've been on 300 episodes. How, how have you liked the podcast so far, Beetlejuice? I mean, there could be more me. Uh, I'm Beetlejuice. Uh, they never made a sequel to my movie. Uh, Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. That's a real thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, and you don't do television shows against my animated program. You need more of me. So I think anytime that a beetle or juice is in a movie, I should come up. Uh, when you do the, 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 the movie Juice with Tupac, great guy. Uh, I'll be on that episode. Or if they ever make a Big Bad Beetleborgs movie, I'm in. I'm Beetlejuice. 
Well, greetings and felicitations, everybody. Dr. Teeth here. Did somebody say best character on Mary with movies? That'd be me. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to talk to you. No, that's not how this well, works. But why not? Okay, well, I... You look... You're acting just like Janice from my band, The Electric Mayhem. Although worse... Yep, this is you doing improv. I'm out of here. Bye. Uh, MVP. I'm not very good at impressions. I'm sorry. Oh, you said something after very good. Cool. Throw something at you. Yeah, you had too much valuable shit over there to throw at me. Wait, you're not going to throw a crocheted owl at me? No, I don't want you to damage it. I'm not damage it? No. I wouldn't do anything to that. It's just going to bounce off me. Okay, weirdo. Who's your MVP? Um, I really liked Benny. Benny is one of my I three. I thought he had Adult Benny. so much char- uh, Very charismatic. charisma. Yeah, I thought he was really great. Yeah, he was really, really good. Uh, so, I, uh, the first one I wrote down was Kid Little Dice. Just because... He's, but you can't. You can't, right? Like... I mean, he did do a great I, job. He is so good that he carries that character's weight throughout. Like, I'm thinking of that kid the whole time we see Lil Zay. Uh, the other one I have is Knockout Ned, just because I like Sue George. Um, it, it was weird to see him not in random situations singing David Bowie songs in uh, Portuguese, <laughs> like he does in Life Aquatic. Um, he also just has a commanding presence, and that character is very fascinating, and he did a great job of just turning that character whenever he needed to, um, from being... Just a legitimately good dude for all intents and purposes, and then becoming this like drug kingpin warrior. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's not easy to do. So I'm fine with any of the three. Um, I I think Benny's the one that we like the most. I mean, I mean, there's a whole like the whole a huge chunk of the movie is like he's the coolest hood and. You know, everybody likes him. Like, he, like his party brings together all these everybody. different factions because everyone respects and likes him. Yeah, and, and I it's, think it's... With what's going on in this movie, it takes some skill. To, I mean, he doesn't really get his hands that dirty. Like, he's involved, but he's not out shooting people. He's not doing any of this. He's just Lil Zay's friend. He's the one friend that Lil Zay has. Right. So he just is along for the ride, you know? Yeah, but he's like he's like the conscious. He's more, but he's more like the Robin Hood as well. Like he's yeah. distributing, he's helping. Yeah, like you know. He, I, I I thought that I don't I don't think anyone else could have pulled that off right. as well. So, let's do that. so I I think it's oh boy, uh, Philippe Hagenson. Looks like he's done nothing. Else. I mean, and a lot of these a lot of these actors are from the city of God. Yeah. Like, like these They're aren't legitimately per- from these aren't that professional slum. these aren't professional actors, you know, doing their best to replicate. Like they are in it. They just like auditioned and they got it. Yeah, this Douglas Silva kid, like, look at this kid. Look at that fucking face. That's oh, man, fucking that's terrifying. terrifying. Kind of looks like Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Man, I will never do a Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show impression. I think I could do it, or at least a couple lines. I ain't doing it on a recorded medium. No, sir, no way. I'm learning a lesson I never did right now. 
All right, so uh, Philippe Hagenson, the MVP of City of God. Daniel Zettel, the LVP of City of God. Uh, yeah, we're never going to Brazil, right? I mean, we're not going to go to the slum. So you, you, said, you said slum a few times. I think another initial problem I had was I saw a lot of Slumdog Millionaire parallels, and I had to remember that this movie came out well before Slumdog Millionaire. So I'm like, man, look at this Slumdog-ass shit. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, this movie was before Slumdog. Hashtag first world problem. First world perspective. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm not doing that just because Hashtag it's slums. first world perspective. So the story tells these children's lives, basically from childhood all the way through adulthood, various different levels. The aesthetic and the directing and, like, even just, like, the opening... Uh, the opening scene where like they're doing the chickens and the way it keeps like cutting back and forth like close ups of different things like I feel that's a very like Danny Boyle style mm. um, the way they use music I, I do think there is a, okay. a a bigger connection there than just oh foreigners in slums that's not what I'm saying I'm not uh, I'm not fifty percent of the fucking country if they'd watch this uh, movie. Let's not get into it because it's gonna just piss me off. I, I do think I have I do that. think I have a, a pot to piss in there. That's not the wrong phrase. I do think I have a hill to stand on, die on. I do think I have an idiom to say. <laughs> right here with with my correlation. Um what else in City of God? Would you watch this movie again? That's an interesting question. I, I think I would, I yeah. think I would, too. It's a hard movie it's to hard, watch, like we I talked wouldn't, about. Oh, it's on? Let me watch it. Yeah, it's on I'd a have to plan if it's in, to If it's in it. a couple of those scenes, like the three or four scenes I was talking about, I would, 100%. Oh, the, my one last note I forgot is, uh, so there's not a lot of comedic relief in this movie, of course, but fucking Tuba was one of the greatest, like, little things. It's just this one guy that just won't shut up the little Zay. All the time, and finally, I don't no, remember what. Like, I don't remember what happens. He's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, just shut the fuck up, Tuba. And it, like, because the guy's named Tuba, it's hilarious. Shut up, <laughs> Judy Dench. <laughs> shut up, Tuba. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, it was the only other little note that I had. So, um, I just, I do have a deep pit of my stomach fear. That, like, the way, like, America would never be like this. Or, like, any state would ever get this point. But I do have this irrational fear of ever having to go through something like this. I don't think we can have this conversation on a recorded medium. Why? (laughs) Look, thank God that we don't have to go through this, Yes, we are incredibly fortunate. I just think of Jillian running around, like a five-year-old. Without shoes. Without shoes. Stealing shit from people. Stealing with a gun in her hand. If she's got to do it, she's got to do it. You have to do whatever you have to do to survive. Okay? (laughs) Bottom line. You got to do what you got to do to survive. And if the police aren't going to get involved and you're not going to get in trouble. I will say, Jillian make a badass run. She'd be really good at it. She'd be so good at the run because she'd just please. And they give things to her. She wouldn't have to use Break (laughs) yourself! She wouldn't have to use force. And then they try to come at her. She'd be like... It's none of your business. It is my business. She's really into business right now. Yeah, she's really into people's business. So hers um, and yours. Yeah. So uh yeah, I, I I hope it never gets to the point where we have to do that. 
live in that kind of um, environment. But I'm anticipating the end of the world soon. So us living in an, an, in an apocalyptic uh, dystopia, um, highly anticipated on my list of, of future endeavors. Samantha, um, we were just talking about how you would fall on the first stage of every floor is lava. No, I run. wouldn't. I'd be able to crawl across the wall. I got a good grip, like a little spider monkey. I'd just grip on and crawl over, but then I'd be stuck on whatever platform or whatever it was. Because yeah. there's no way I'm able to make a six-foot jump onto a slippery platform? Man, what? Before I die, I need to see you on floor is lava, wipe out, cannibal, something. I need to see you I eat shit in such Let's an epic it. way. Let's do it. God, I say I'll do it. That, but, would, that would carry me through the rest of my life. Well, like, let's get back to the dystopian future we're going to live in. I'm thinking... The dystopian future I live in is if that doesn't happen to me <laughs> in my life is you don't fall in a fat of lava. <laughs> cool. I'm glad I know where we stand. What's your score on City of God? Man, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about how I would have to survive all the lava and the slum. Like, now it's all mixing in my head. Lava slum. Barry Windham. Um, I mean, this movie's a great movie. There were... You know, the, the the beginning dragged a little bit. I think if that was a little tighter or moved a little faster, I think I would have given it a higher score. Mm -hmm. But I just thought it was really well done. I mean, there's a reason why it's one of the top movies. Um, I recommended it already to people to mm -hmm. watch. I want my mom to watch it, everything. I think it's just really powerful and, like we said before, really relevant. So I think it, it, it definitely scores high on my list. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a nine. I'm, I'm it a giving nine. it an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said everything. Summed it up well. Oh, did 8.75, which I think is right where it lands. And I'm, we've been really, like, like equaling IMDb lately. It's kind of crazy. Um, Just wipe off my, wipe, wipe off, uh, what is this? You're wiping off the, your shoulder? The, the dirt off your shoulder? Yeah, like, or, like, what do they call it? What do the kids call it? Dust yourself off. You bleeding. That's not... The kids aren't quoting Rush Hour. Uh, so to No recap, kids I want to be around. So to recap, the every 50 episode highest rated IMDb gimmick <coughs> done in the We books. can't top this. I We're don't think we can it. top this. So uh, if we ever do Life is Beautiful, Spirit Away, Leon the Professional, the Pianist, Gladiator, we'll I'll just buy them and do it whenever it randomly comes so out. So not whatever. likely. So not likely, yeah. Uh, every 50 episodes now, we will do a different film franchise, uh, of our choice, of our choosing, um, for that episode. Uh, you know what, though, the, I think about it now, it's gonna be difficult, because, like, depending on how big of the franchise it is, it has to be multiple episodes. Like, when we do Leprechaun, well, Leprechaun, we're making it all October. But, like, when we do the Marine, there's six Marines, I'm not doing all of them in one episode, you know what I mean? Yeah, we do, like... Two episodes, two or three, three each. So, depending on the franchise, it might have to be multiple episodes, and that kind of cheapens... The gimmick. Mm-hmm. Why don't you every 50 episodes we just have a really good episode? You know? Or why don't we kind of see what's going on? Like, so in 50 episodes, Make so basically... in fifty in Yeah, in 50 weeks, so basically two weeks ago, next year. So that's going to be uh, the middle of June. So it's then like... Then we can watch a documentary on the coronavirus that happened and talk about where we were last year. Every fifty episodes to be determined. We'll we'll, we'll come we'll up. We'll probably with do an appropriate movie for 
whatever's happening or whatever we're going through. We could just go from the top of the IMDb list and just do the best movies that we own. Let's talk about it off air. Okay, let's talk about it off air. Starting next week's episode, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Three movies in How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, man, so uh, one of us going to have to read two boxes, one of us going to have to read one next week. Who's starting? Who read last? Um, so the I technically read last, so you would read first. Two ninety nine. Yeah, you read. No, I read. You. It was your last. It was my last chance to fuck up. Yeah, it was you. Yeah. you read two ninety nine. I read today just because it didn't count. So yeah, so you'll read two on three hundred one. I'll start. Yes. Uh, the next fifty episodes. It is Underworld versus the Marine. Oh man, I can't wait for that. Whichever outcome is going to be great. I think whatever outcome is going to be great. I'm happy with whatever happens. But I want to kick your ass. I mean, it settles it. This is who's the best reader in the marriage. <laughs> so we're taking well, two years to decide. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can go back and listen. If you, wanna, if you are crazy like some of our fans... From uh, this podcast in Potswoggle. When you go back and want to listen to every single podcast we've done, please be my guest. Keep stats. Keep track of everything. That would tickle me pink. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for our bonus content. The network series is hot and heavy. Uh, It is officially wrapped, um, but you are going to be able to listen to episode five, I believe, this week. That will also determine a film franchise we're doing later on in the the podcast. Facebook.com slash Married With Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. MaryWithMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Next week, How to Train Your Dragon film series. Then, Tu Wong Fu. Then, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Then, Surf Ninjas. Then, Solo. Then, Pacific Rim Uprising. We got a lot of stuff on the docket movie. for you. Another movie. No sleep. Franchise. Have you seen that Lady Gaga? No. Okay, I'll show it to you. No, I, d- I don't want to see anything you have to show me. Why? You it's going to be, be on TikTok and TikTok. It's not going to be on TikTok. It's not on TikTok. It's trash. You're T- trash. TikTok trash. We really should make a TikTok presence with, I we could do like many trailers. Presence. It would be great. We could do scenes from movies. It would be really good. Pass. I pass. Family Feud. We have control of the board. Pass. I'm gonna do it with it without you. Go for it. Go you're for gonna be it. in and the then, TikToks and, be, and not know that you're in the TikToks. It's just gonna be me sitting there doing something else. Yeah, but it's all about like the music you put that to. I mean, it's gonna be great. Just watch. I have some I'm gonna show you right now. No, you're not. For mullet. This is mullet. Signing up for this week's episode of Mary Movies. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movies. Don't show me any. Here, TikToks. look. I'm gonna show you this nope. TikTok. Happy 300 episodes. Goodbye. Everybody was kung fu fighting Those kids were fast as lightning In fact it was a little bit frightening But they fought with Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.